What is something that you used to believe about yourself to be true that you no longer believe about yourself to be true today? And it's three three things. What are three things that you you used to believe about yourself to be true that now you no longer believe that? Um, I'll say one thing I would say that I think that used to be true that I no longer believe was that I was my voice and my opinion. I was too mild-mannered. I was too passive. Um, is that what you're looking for? Or something deeper? Um, no, it's because, whatever. It's about... It's a question to you, whatever that is to you. It's what is something that you believed about yourself. Like, I know there's things about it that I believe that as a younger self... I believe these things to be true that as an older self, right, as a more of a, you know, a older man now. Evolved they, Yeah, they, those things are no longer true. And it, I guess it's more of a moment um, where you, you get to be introspective and share that moment as well right like it's a very personal question right because it kind of forces you to look back and see you know what was maybe what was the mentality of the younger you um and then that that, okay so that i had i was forcing myself to be liked like i need people to like me um, like I needed that and I have to I guess like the typical insecurities as now I ain't gonna say typical insecurities that people have just living down here I have to look a certain way I have to dress a certain type of way I have to behave a certain type of way in order for people to like me and knowing that I was just enough or who I am. Do I I think we all had insecurities. We all have insecurities. Um but knowing that I was just enough as who I am is why people like me. Like for example, like you were saying like, oh well no, you was popular. I didn't like I said I didn't feel that way. Yeah. Even with even with so what was what, there was a, a young lady who was I, at least for some reason you know how I, and maybe like it's like that for every for every guy you you are in school and there's the girls that are in school with you and you would probably like rank them in a sense like you know in terms of popularity I think there's always one person that will stand above like be more popular than. Yeah, and there's kind of like a system. There's a hierarchy yeah. there, right? Yeah. And there was one girl that I, for some reason, like I put at the top of the hierarchy, and I can't remember. It wasn't. It was. She was the small cheerleader. Hillary. Hillary. That's her name. And I put her hat at like the very yeah. like high of, and I don't know if that was accurate or not, but. I mean, that would be accurate for you. Yeah. Because that was your that was your scale that she was rating her on. Yeah, so, it was very strange. Was yeah, yeah. And so I look at that and I'm just like, well, wow. But I never. I was playing with the sweatsuits and the two big Jordans. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I never wanted to. The biggest thing was for me is just that I don't like attention. That's the biggest thing for me. Really? To be the center of attention? Huh? To be the center of attention. You don't like the attention. I hate it. 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 I can do it. So, for example, if I need to present something like that, I can rise to the occasion for sure. 
but I don't want to be known as the popular person. Yeah. I just want to be known as a cool, I'm laid back, I crack my jokes, I sit in the cut, and that's it. I'm sure. very mindful of that. And so... So is that the thing? Is that what is is that the thing that is different now or the thing that you used to believe about yourself to be true is that you needed to be the popular person, you needed to be the person that was kinda involved in all of the going on. Um and and that's what you believed to be true about yourself then. Yes. And now what you believe to be true about yourself is that you don't need to be that person. I don't need to be a person. I did not. To be honest, I never wanted to be that person. Mm. I don't want to be a socialite, an influencer, or anything like that. But the odd thing is, I think it happens in it. It happens regardless. So I may not be the finest nigga walking in the motherfucking club or in a bar or in the scene. However, the energy that I give to what you were saying, people gravitate and come and talk to the people that need to. Like, I feel as though I got a bullshit meter. Like, people who who come in with the bullshit, they know to stay the fuck away from me. (laughs) But they ain't about to come interact in this space because I'm going to chomp you off. I'm going to slice and dice you. And blow you away. (laughs) Like, that's just what I'm going to do. But because I can't tolerate the fakeness and people, this shit is crazy. I just noticed that. But that's just one thing about me. I would say that. No, it is crazy down there. So let me tell you. So I come down there at one point, uh, and I come down there. So I, I, uh, am a, 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 I train jujitsu. So you know, I, I will go places and I will go to the gym. You know, whatever gym is local, you have to reach out in advance. And there's a, you know, there's a pro procedure, pro, you know, proper manners of protocol for that. So. You know, but I I like to go places, and I will go and train places. You know, and I was going to the gym uh, down there, and I seen a guy in front of the mall. Okay, and he had on a full the wig, the 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 skirt, the whole thing. Man, he was dressed up. I mean, high heels, and he had a sign, and he was dancing. And he was like singing a song and with like a sign. It was promoting something. I don't remember exactly what it was that he was promoting, but he had this like sign. He was like doing this dance and and it I thought it was so like it was just kinda like, wow, what is going on here? But it's very much so like that. When you went in the mall, it was like, man, the And I remember having that experience as a kid though. You know, with 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 uh like, you know, being in Atlanta, there's a there's a uh, there's a big uh, gay population, which is cool. Um, and I like the energy. I I like the energy that 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 it brings. But it was strange to see how, you know, how the guy was out like all dressed up, you know, yeah. kind of doing I, that. I, I feel as though that with. In Atlanta, especially with the gay scene, it is very, a lot of people come here, a lot of gay people come here just so they can be themselves. Yeah, maybe a little bit more. And it's because it's more accepting, there's more of a community down here, because again, a lot of people transition from wherever it's more liberal but i don't know is it well i guess with the with the voting of uh with warhurst in right like how does that right well how does that so atlanta is more of like a more accepting more liberal kind of well, a place, I, huh? well the thing is this the thing is is that when people come into atlanta they bring in politics so when people come from new york when people come from cali um they're bringing their politics too 
Yeah, and too. Yeah, yeah. They, it's certain shit that just ain't gonna fly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They want effective change. Now, however, you know what I'm saying? There still is the racism aspect of it. You're not down there. <laughs> All that shit. Uh, you said what? You're not down there. Come on. What do you think gentrification is? Well, yeah, but there's, come on. No, 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 Yes. Even still, like. In Atlanta? Yeah, hell, hell yeah. There's no racism in Atlanta. Okay. <laughs> there's no racism in, in Georgia there's no such thing Atlanta is not Georgia okay so <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's its own place it's its own place and this is not Wakanda either it um, is its own place Atlanta is its own world man Atlanta is its own world it's like it's, world. it's this documentary and I want this girl to inbox me back cause I, it's a history I did not I'm very, I'm very pro-Detroit. Everything about me screams Detroit. Even some of my friends, when we've had disagreements, you know what I'm saying, I get a little bit more amped up and hyped up. Because it's Detroit. Yeah. And so, like, damn, Detroit kind of fucked down. It's like, nah, nigga, you trapped me. But. And we don't turn down no fades. Nope. (laughs) all this shit up like I don't know <laughs> we, we will toss all this shit up in the mm-hmm. air so um with that that's I mean that's a stigma whatever but it's true but it's true uh, but it's true Detroit but, turn up um Detroit Detroit guys they turn up they would turn up on you fast Detroit guys Detroit yeah. girls yeah. all of them especially will, Detroit girls they they train to go. They will turn up on you quick, but fast. You, but all this this this. Wait, have you been watching Dawson's Creek? I know we're not gonna go. I'm not gonna go into all this, but we're gonna do a whole thing on this. We're gonna do a whole thing. But have you That's watched? Fine. Have you been watching? I did not watch my self mandated, self requested episode. Are of the Dawson's girls Creek. watching? I did not follow up this week. Can I you, do not know. Can you check in with the girls to make sure that we I could do a three-way out. FaceTime, a four-way I FaceTime? Was, I was saying that, like I said, everybody motherfucking mind. Like, y'all all parents and shit. I don't got no motherfucking kids. Y'all sit around, sit down! Stop it! But there is a time hey. that we can all be free and childless and be able to... I don't know! I don't know! They are, my, they are mothers, they are wives. So they have a lot of, of yeah stuff that, that's going on. Tell them that they, they can schedule it. So can they? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I feel as though I I, I I'm I'm concerned about. Leslie <laughs> said that she could do it. But or did like, Courtney say she could? It. They both said they could, but it's just kind of like I. Here's the one thing that I do miss about being at home is the fact of, I think that we've all grown so much. Like, y'all, I don't, I don't have children. Therefore, y'all all are parents and your husbands and wives. And that's a different context. I remember when Courtney got married, I was like, I told her, I was like, our friendship is going to be different. Hmm. She said, no, it's not. I said, yes, it is. I said, because I won't be able to relate to you as a married person. I won't be able to relate to you as a parent. The closest thing, like a true parent, like I went and when my niece was born, I was at home. I feel as though I took a lot of that parenting role. But why would it change, though? Because you never related to her as a parent or any of those things to begin with. The reason we know, we know, we know, I know you as, you know, the the kid I met in Ludington. The kid I met, you know. I'm evolved. Like, 
yes, we can relate on. It, it, the biggest thing is this: it, it takes work in order to maintain that connection. So I get it, and it has to be an active, consistent work in order to maintain those connections. And I feel but you are who you are. Yeah, I talk to you now, and you yeah. aren't any. You're not some like it's not like I don't. Oh, I don't recognize you. You're a different person, right? I'm sure. Right. I you look at me and you say, "Oh yeah, that's Glenn." Like that's like that's right. who you were when but, you were like 13. You know, like. But however, the thing is, this is different parameters and things that you have to keep in mind because you are a father, you are a husband, that you can't operate exclusively like I can. I'm mm. single. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. yeah. I don't think Sarah would be okay with you hanging out with me every single weekend till 5 o'clock in the morning. No, I couldn't do that. I gotta go to bed. This this is the exception. I have to go to, to bed. Room. This is all hypothetical. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like... We too old for that nowadays. No, it's like if you want to come down to Atlanta and we hanging and it's like... You can come and get in real trouble. You got exactly. We can come so, in real trouble. It could be a problem. And so I get that. And I have to respect that and honor that. Yeah. So it's certain things like I feel as though. Once this COVID is gone, we do have to go. I, I do plan on coming down. Because I came down there many a time and uh and just uh miss you by the by the by I mean, hairs on my chinny chin chin. But nigga, I don't think it, feels it like would be, be wonderful. I gotta go see Jeremy. But you come out here to handle business. You got to... But, but I do want to come and party. That would be... But I don't even party. These niggas down here this weekend. It's MLK weekend. Niggas like... Niggas... They partying. Get, listen, I got 35 unread text messages right now. They asking me what club we going to. Really? <laughs> what you doing? See? I'm going here. This ain't... It ain't See? open. What bar would she would go to? And I'm like, nigga, I'm only going out one day, which is on Sunday. What? In the COVID. In the COVID. Of it all. And so... And there's more than one strain out here now. There's another strain that's come out here. That you And y'all out here partying. See, this is how this thing is spreading, man. Lord have mercy. So... Mm. To get yeah, so to get back to your original, well, that's just I, I I feel it so okay. Well, not your yeah, because we went way part past the the question. Yeah. We didn't we so, didn't. So sorry, listeners. You know what I'm saying this is definitely a, a recap. I just put the I just put the question out there, and it goes wherever it goes. That's what that's kind of so, what it's about. So what, you people, know. you know, just enjoy the the exchange between two friends. Mm-hmm. Do know each other for 25 years. Yeah. We've never talked to each other in a real way. So, pardon the. Well, he's talking about. He asked this question and just pardon all that shit. Yeah, so, excuse me. Please. <laughs> but, um. Yeah. To go back to the first question, as far as what I felt as it was true before that I don't feel as it was true now, yeah. that I needed that additional approval. I'm comfortable enough and secure enough with who I am and where I've gone through, especially doubling, tripling back to what we talked about as far as just when I was ill, mm-hmm. that that was the closest to death I've been. Yeah. And so that provides a different perspective. So I'm very aware and mindful of what I take in, who I allow in my space how I take care of myself and who I am and it doesn't defy me so a lot of people will come here and feel as though oh we don't have any friends and that we are in a special group of people that I'm blessed to have friends plural friends yeah that I've known for 20 plus years yeah yeah a lot of people when you when you meet them down here, they don't understand that. And even within our own context of our own network of friends, I still talk to Kyle and people. We really, 
Kyle yeah. just got engaged last Friday. Again? And I'm supposed to be there. Not again. That's the first time. No. I feel like this has happened like Groundhog Day. I feel like we've talked about this four or five times already. No, not at all. No, he just Are got you sure? Yes, very. So who was the, when he was living over here on in Inkster, who was the girl who was... No, Bob, Bob, over here, over here. Oh, that was his, oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's his uh, mother's child. Right, that's what I'm saying. No, he was tough with that. He wasn't engaged to her. He wasn't engaged. He was, it wasn't a formal, I got a ring, I'm engaged, I'm committed. That was just. So what he want to do it now, huh? Yeah. And and it's a, he, it's a mother, his second child. Oh, boy. How many he got? He got two. Woo! Two. And so, and it's and she's a good girl. I love Brittany. Um, she's good for him. How he she's doing, stuck. man? Is he? Is he? Is he? How he doing? He's doing good. Good. Again, we I've known people that have been through the worst and have come out on the other side in a better space. Did the majority of us, meaning like the people that we from our you know, era from our like little group of of friends and extended friends that the majority of us come out in a good position in twenty twenty one, like we're we're all like everybody is uh, doing okay. Well everybody's alive, so yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, so that's number one. Number two, yes, um everybody is doing well. I I I'm blessed to not ex- only one death. Remember my friend Brandon? Yeah. He said that straight. That's the only friend that I would say I've lost. Period. Yeah. Like, in a real way. Like, he's gone. And so, that experience made me want to maintain relationships that were important to me check back up on people um mention them how much I love them and I appreciate them because you just do not know mm-hmm. yeah. so that's a heartbreak I never want to experience ever again Yeah, like that broke my heart Yeah, you know what I'm saying when he passed away and so and there's a lot of people that went through that now with, uh, with yeah. COVID and, and so yeah. it makes it appreciates my exchanges that I have with people and want to maintain them and follow up and check on them so but um yeah the second thing that I felt as though that I felt was not true that was true but I know now it's not true is that you have to money solves all problems it does. No, that I felt was true. Yeah. Oh. But that, now that I know you used to believe that money solved yeah. all all the problems, but now you know money does not solve all these problems. I, I I've been blessed enough to maintain what I have, but it was a time when I didn't have, mm-hmm. and so it was like. <laughs> my mom always says she says this from years and years when I say years this when Biggie died yeah and she said Puff Daddy is the most is the saddest person I've ever seen in my life I said she says this all the time she says that's man he got all that money and that nigga is sad inherently sad hmm. and to think about what he's seen, what he knows, we have to sleep with at night, how he treated people. Money don't solve all those things. When Kim Porter passed away, that nigga was, he knew for a fact that Kim Porter, he was going side by bitch, I'm going to marry you, just wait. And she left. Mm. And she's gone. And now he is in a position where he don't know what his plan B is as far as your long term goes I feel as though Puffy had in his mind that 
she's gonna go out here and have fun at the end of the day she was gonna marry kim porter and now it's gonna be happily ever after mm-hmm. and when she died it interrupted his dream right his overall goal right that he really... don't know how to recover from that and so with all the money and the influence and the power that he has just is not happy and I see it I see that in Kanye I see that in he's filing for divorce yeah I heard yes anyway, that's he's crazy. not happy yeah that's crazy and then it just all falls back to being and having a good relationship with who you are and maintaining those important relationships I feel as though family and friendships are the most important I implore everybody that is married to maintain a piece of who you are. Yes, you did get married. Yes, you did have children. But you are more than just a husband. You are more than just a father. Yeah. So who are you outside of that? And who can attest to that? I feel as though some relationships, they may fall, they may go, seasons, reasons, lifetimes, but that's not all of who you are. You're so much more than just a father and a husband, a mother and a wife. So maintain those relationships of who you are as an individual, as a person. Yeah, that relationship with yourself, right? Yeah. Like that true, like a... A direct connection with yourself, right? Yeah. So I look at you, you've always done martial arts. And so for you to travel and do the jiu-jitsu and go do this, that's who Glenn is. Outside of being a father, outside of being a husband, that's who you are. Yeah. You've always done that. Yeah. It's always been the way for me to, to maintain that connection with who I am. And that's important. But I see a lot of people who get stuck in that role. And I see that more so with women than I do with men. Mm. Like in your immediate environment or? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I say they ain't watching Dawson's Creek because they they mamas, they yelling, Yeah. So they ain't watching. They ain't thinking nothing about that right now. Cause they, cause they, they forgot. I, I do, I do believe. I do believe they may have forgotten. Who you know what? Are. That's really interesting. Um, it's interesting that you said that because when I, when I think about like, okay, direct, you know, having a, a connection to myself, you know, you having like a direct connection to yourself, being able to, to put yourself in how you felt when we were thirteen or fourteen years old, fifteen years old, right? And like just watching Dawson's Creek, like how you felt in those, in those yeah. moments, right? I always felt so, um, so emotionally connected to everything, like to whatever it was that was flying past that got my attention. You know what I'm saying? Like I just like it would just clamor on to these, to these things, which I think led me. Um, into some pitfalls as a, you know, later on with relationships and the people whom I choose to, you know, um, and I don't know what you would call that, what kind of personality trait would you would call that, but, you know, but uh, I would do that. And I remember watching Dawson's Creek and, and like being so, and I, and not really remembering what the show was actually about the premise of the season itself like what is this season like what's the actual message like of the overall overall show right not even really knowing what that is just being so enamored with her with joey right like so caught up with joey so i was just like i don't know why i was so caught up on joey but that was the only thing that caught my attention when i go back and look at the show now it's really funny, and we'll go into this further during the during the season. But it's really funny on the perspective that you have now when you go look at it. You're like, wait a minute, that's what like. She know. was problematic. 
that's crazy so but but yeah so um i think um that that's interesting and i like to frame that question uh what do you what do you uh think to be true about yourself you know in the in the past and now you you believe to be true about yourself i like to frame that question because it's a it's a good opportunity to to reflect and to um i think you know ask yourself a difficult question um i think it is a a time when you get to highlight for a moment the growth that you had um that you have had just in having that ability to you know kind of look back and say oh you know what these are the things that i did learn i did i have grown because i've learned you know this and these are the things that you know we're we're different you know like you're you're really paying attention you're not taking this life for granted and i think that's a big thing because you know you look out into the stars you look out into the you know and you you like you imagine i'm watching this show expanse and it's about they they all out in space and everything and you look out there and it's like infinite right and they're like damn you know now all the they're released a part, crazy a part of the bill one of the covid bills they released all this uh the alien information or whatever they were they were that was a part of and it's crazy like you know if there if there is like of course there are other but you know it's amazing how like minuscule your you know footprint is actually going to be you know in the grand scheme of things so it's really about what you do with it so you know what i mean absolutely I, I thank you for coming on my on my show here and sharing your experience with the uh, with the uh, with the audience that's soon to be. Although there's not very many people listening, but there will be at some point. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you just have to give it a space for people. Every everything deserves and everything has a space. Ask me is what one goal is it that I want to set for myself for 2021. And I've been like, well, nigga, first of all, I just want to stay alive. Yeah, just, just live. <laughs> first, let's just live. Let's make but it. And the impact that I want to have in this world, and, and to your point, the imprint that I leave once I leave this space, um, I feel as though that I will, I'm going to leave a significant impact in this world. But it's going to happen in my later years. So compared to like... There's your, still a lot to do. Yes, listen. There's a lot I, to do. Done. As far as just what I'm planning on doing. And that's why I really want to come back to Detroit. Because that's where I want my launch pad to be. I want it to be... Detroit is reshaping and it's in its tilling phases now. And it's important, I feel as though it's important for me to be solidify a space within this in that in this tilling moment and season to mint it and to grow even further. Like, I just, I, I'm a visionary. I see so much happening. However, I feel as on my time in Atlanta, God has me here for a reason. So it must be some additional information that I need to get in order to take it to wherever it is I'm trying to go. So I'm willing to embrace it. The only thing is, is just that with me, I second guess myself. Well, we all deal with those insecurities, right? So, but hey, it, you know, it 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 could be. Um, I can't think of the word. No, I think we all deal with that. It handicapped me from the execution, and so what I'm forcing myself to do is, again, I. I have a thought and I have a plan in my head on where it is that I want to go, 
what is what my potential is, what it is that I can do. However, my it's not even a fear of failure. Like that's the crazy thing. It's not oh I'm gonna fall, I'm gonna fall flat on my face. Nigga, I won't even fall flat on my face with it. But it's just the fact of the impact I truly believe that I will have circles back to what I was talking about when I said something that I didn't think I was what I believed before, what I'm not now. And the reason why I don't want to be that is because I'm going to be the spotlight be placed on me mm-hmm. in a big way. And I don't want, I don't like that. Att- <laughs> I don't like that attention. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think that's what's really stopping me. It's like the attention that I would get from the execution, from what I'm going to do, is going to be so big that that is what's really stopping me or preventing me from really wanting to do it. But I have to reconcile that the the lost, the souls that need to hear it, they're not going to be able to hear it. Well, I hope so. I hope that I I have... that fear or, or that hesitation. Yeah. So that's my thing that I'm uh, I'm willing to commit myself is taking larger risk, not yeah. so calculated risk, and you do have to take risk. Break. And that's the thing. You have to take that's risk. the one thing I was I was telling my mind about this when I came home. I was like, "My, you play." I saw that she played it too safe with me. Like, she didn't keep me underneath her skirt. She didn't keep me at her hip. My parents never did that. However. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. And I would think about your mom and and, and my experience with your mom. And, and, and like, just from, an, you know, looking at your relationship, you didn't. Especially comparing it to my mom and my, like, I couldn't. I So... Man, you were free. Like, I don't even know what you mean. Listen, I was not I remember, free. And I'm going to talk to your mind about this. I remember I was bold enough to go to your mama and ask her, why can't Glenn go? Like, come on, man. What's the... Does get- she remember that? I want to ask her, does she remember that? I want Beverly... I bet she does. I bet she does. I bet you she do. remember when I came yeah. to you, I was like, Glenn can go, and why can't Glenn go? Why? This don't make no wow. sense. Because she was so... My mom was probably so, so controlling. <laughs> my mom was so controlling. My mom just that wanted was to... So Listen, though. my mom was naturally... Like, my mom... And it's really funny how they say, like, you will marry a woman who has those same traits that your mother had. Mm-hmm. And I sure enough did. My mother is a naturally rebellious person. She just is innately rebellious. And my wife is innately rebellious. So they begin to argue with you and put up like a fight with you before they even really realize that that's what they're doing. Because it's just who they are. Like it doesn't matter what you're saying. She's going to find a way to oppose it. Like they're going to try to find the holes in it. That's just what they do. And my mom will put up any opposition. It don't have to make sense. Just because you asked, and just because she feeling this way, she done had three glasses instead of four? No. But for me, no. But the thing is this. It's, it's like just how she nerdy. goes, man. But the thing is this. Your mama could have, I feel as though your mama, your mama fuck with me. Man, heavy. Like, I could go to you. I could go. I went to your house when you was not there. Right. Like, in recent years. Right. And she's like, come on in. And yeah. I think my mom the same for you. Yeah. Like, heavy. Yeah. It's like, shit, your daddy just put in a hook on my mama's stove. Yeah. Within the past year. Yeah. So. They love you. So it's just that, how does she respond to me asking? Like, him, no. <laughs> why can't he go? No. Because he can't. And I just remember, I'm like, what? What? <laughs> What you mean he can't go? But listen, she did let me. It's not like she didn't let me do nothing, though. 
Absolutely. Because I got away with some bull. We got away with some bullshit. Oh, listen. We got away with some bullshit. I think... We drove back from the movies with the door on the van, holding the van door, the sliding door on the air, on the, what was it, a 90-something Aerostar van with a sliding door. And we had the minivan, and we called it the Blue Motherfucker. And we yeah. and it had the curtains. You could close the curtains on. It was the decked out, the blue. I mean, I'm talking about blue on blue, okay. And, and that anytime I hear a noise on my car, I think okay. about you. Glenn used to listen so intently about man, this motherfucking tires. <laughs> into the car. <laughs> to be quite honest, like I'm really am, I'm so happy with where I am Damn. and I don't have a lot when people because people ask me this question a lot. It's like, well what do you feel though was true that wasn't true? I you're not the first person to ever pose that question to me. I haven't I I I mean I have discovered it yet. Maybe that's it. Maybe I feel as though it's still true, but it's not. Um, I could say the proverbial education is everything to a degree. I feel as though skill is more. Yeah. Yeah. Skill. Mm -hmm. I feel as though that was very, that's very important. And everybody can't, I mean, I could say like the, to me, again, the bullshit. Everybody has to go to school. School isn't for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they need to do a skill. You need a skill. You, I yeah, think. I feel you need a skill. And That's I feel number one. That's number one. That saved my whole existence. And not only did that save my, I think, my life, that allowed me to then come, like excel. So, especially in a time where people were not able to excel because I have a specific skill set, I was able to excel. Uh, And it allows me a security and it allows me a platform to really build on. Uh, You know, so that I think that, you know, I'm a champion of having a skill set. You have to have a skill that is, you know, school is only with the intention to to build a skill that's why i'm going that's the whole purpose of you know of school is to build a skill to find my way you know to 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 you know find my way to a skill or find my way to the person that's going to give me the skill you yes. know because it's more more is caught than taught that's just what it right. is you know and and that's a true statement for me that's exactly how my life played out you know, my the the moments or the things in my life that allow me to really capitalize, like that allow me to really excel, it are all lessons that I caught. It ain't necessarily to something somebody something, you know, or something that somebody taught to me. It's they, they, introduced to you. Yeah, these are things that they introduced, but I caught it. It's almost like it was a fleeting idea, you know, that was kind of floating across the screen, but I reached up and so got what's that? What's that skill? Um I think um, this. I think it. The idea was that we all have natural tendencies in our personalities, and we all have like certain like traits that that you know str- strong suits or whatever that you would that you should probably play to. And I'm an analytical 
analytical person, which is why, you know, I would be attracted to jujitsu, which is why you would be attracted to martial arts, is because it's more so about analyzing, you know, and problem solving and kind of, you know, trying to figure out finding solutions. So they would refer to me as a solution finder. As uh, is often how I'm referred to even on my job today as a solution finder. Because that's really what it's about. Like even jujitsu and it's jujitsu itself is as Joe Rogan would say, it's a high level problem solving with dire consequences. Right? So it's it's that in itself is a skill set. And somewhere along the line, someone highlighted to me that you know what, Glenn, you're a problem solver. And I had already been playing with computers, right, my whole life, right? Like I that's how I got a scar on my thumb from when um I was with the babysitter and I was taking the motherboard out of the PC. I was unscrewing the motherboard, but I couldn't I didn't fig I couldn't like figure out how to unclip it, so I just tried to rip it out of there and I pulled it and it broke and it cut my it cut my thumb. Um, so I've just always been, you know, been fascinated by computers and, and kind of play with them. And it was somewhere along the line that someone highlighted to me that, oh, you do like to do that. And that is kind of solving problems and it all kind of clicked. Right. And that spawned a whole career that now is a 20 year, you know, career, you know, I've been, you know, since working at the school district, right, like way you know, SDE business partner, like, wait, you know, and these are all, I mean, these were all tech companies that were started right here in Detroit, right? One company, which I, I, I wish it was still in business, but I don't believe it's still in business. It was a bit, it was a company, a SDE business partner, and it was an all black owned tech company that was started right here in Detroit. And he owned a series of strip malls in Lansing uh, in Grand Rapids and we would often go to them to support them um, and he had like a big center in Troy um, on Big Beaver Road um, and you know we would report there and it was like a call center it was it was really interesting it was all back home it was really interesting it was it was, a, it was actually a really good experience um, I think uh, ultimately that that company failed, but somewhere along the line, anyway, that IT was you know the the technology um, kind of my interest to that was like high it was highlighted. Oh, you are you do kind of like that stuff, you know, and that allowed me to pursue something, uh, and that's a skill that it turns out to be a skill, but but also I'm a very skill driven. I'm a very, you know, I'm a very, um, I'm very driven in a, in a way that kind of points me in a direction to acquire skills. I don't like just use, useless, you know what I mean, like knowledge. I like things that can actually be used and, you know, like something that you can do for, you know, you can actually like make something for yourself. Um, and I, you know, I kind of. I champion that. I push that to people. Like, do something that is going to allow you to really make a living for yourself. And I think understanding the game that's even being played from the very beginning is important anyway. Because I think the youth are a lot of times misled. You don't really understand what the objective is, right, of life. Like, what is the objective here? Like, what is it that, you know, that's, a, that's something that's interpreted like person to person, right? Like no, like, you know what I mean. And so from the very jump, like you kind of just figure that out on your own, you know. Um, in the same sense that, uh, like people going to college, right? Are that's like I know when I was trying to go to college, you know, I didn't have the there was no counselor like telling me, okay, well hold on, this is how much you want to spend. Well, you know what you want to do because this is how much you want to spend. And is this gonna is this are you gonna make that from you know this career? Like my mom. You know, my mom's a social worker. And when you think about like what she would have spent, you know, 40, 50 grand, 60, 70 grand to go to school, right? And plus to, you know, when you talk about interest and all the fees and all that, 
right? Like deferring and deferring, you know, you talking about a, a, right. you know, a loan that was maybe 40 that turned into 85, 90, you know? Right. Um, you think about that and you think about like, what, how productive was that? You know, was it a good use of, you know, um, but a lot of that, it's miseducation, right? It's not really, there's no, there's nobody guiding you in the, you know, but that's a whole, that's a whole other thing. But yeah. that definitely, um, that kind of ties a little bit into like um, something that I thought to be true that it turned out wasn't to be, you know, it, that it wasn't, you know, true. And I thought that if I wasn't good in school and if I didn't somehow find a way to get an education that I wasn't going to be able to make it. And that, right. Yeah. And that turned out to be completely false. <laughs> it, could, it turned out to be like... The biggest thing is this. You have to... I mean, the, the philosophy itself is good in thought if you know what it is that you want to do. Yeah. So if you knew for a fact at that point that computers and tech is something that you really wanted to do in that phase in education I'm not sure if that was available you would have had no it was available because I had my hands on computers when I was a kid like when I was my my dad my dad was a very tech very techie type of a guy in like entry level like he was interested but not really techie but he was interested and he would he would tinker so we would have the remote control cars we had the uh the radio frequency remote control cars battery operated motor you know um uh, okay. listen you the first house i ever been to y'all house where y'all had y'all had some type of remote that did something yeah my dad was like mr gadget like he really had gadgets for everything and and Velcro, everything was Velcroed. Listen, the Velcro house, right? <laughs> Everything's Velcroed, you know. Everything remote controls are Velcroed to the like. Everything is Velcroed. But, it's hilarious. So I, I I can see that, but I feel as though. So it really it was a natural progression for me. It was because I come from a techie, very tinkerish, like they tinker what? like type of a family. Like that's the kind of a family that we have. Like so we, I, you know. So I could see you Okay, I can see how Atlanta can be attractive to you because Atlanta is very tech. It does have it is a tech yeah. hub. Yeah, it is, and a lot of people are down here that are doing a lot of good things when it comes yeah. to tech. Um, this guy Paul Judge, um, he does uh, like a tech series. And he provides, like, grants and scholarships for small businesses in the tech company. One of my good friends, he was in the accelerator program at Atlanta Tech Village. He was creating a mobile app. for uh, It was called Our Errands. Uh-huh. And I was with him throughout the entire phase where he transitioned from errands to concierge, personal concierge to uh, relocation. Mm-hmm. So I've been with him through that whole process and with going to those programs and things like that, I've seen so many people who developed common issues day to day that people have. They and find they solutions. Yeah. Yes. And they turn so, those solutions into into like, you know, consumable you know, consumable solutions, right? Like now that solution is available for multiple people, right? Because it's a problem that we are. And that's something that's really, really interesting. And that you're right. That is why like Atlanta is an attractive place for me because there is a nice, a a nice tech scene down there. There's a very, there's a lot of forward thinking people, liberal people, forward thinking individuals down there that are doing some really important things. So it's, uh, for me, it's, 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 but so is Detroit. Right, so is Detroit. Detroit, there's a lot but of people. It, but it, but Detroit stuff. doesn't have yet. It does not have that the the money in the tech scene. I, I don't. As far, to my, I don't know. 
I even can't say that because one of my cousins, he uh, he used to work in Tech Town near Wayne State. Um, and he used to develop like plans and things like that. And he has a hard time with, um, he had a hard time with buying employment and contracts and things like that down there. So it does. It, it's hidden. And like I, it's, it's coming back. So don't lose track of that. Yeah. Like, I'm, I would just yeah, say, some cool things happening here. Yeah. come down here, get what you can, but know where the next, my thing is this, I always like, where's the next popular spot about to be? Yeah. Like, where is it, where's the next place that's about to really blow up? Well, I tell you, look, I tell you, uh, we're doing some, we're doing some real good things here. In Detroit, I have my hands on on a few things that are working out to be pretty good. So you definitely should work your way back here. Cause this I'm is definitely, I want to work my way back there for the, uh, the um, real estate scene. Yeah, yeah. Also, the medicinal so marijuana. Yeah, the cannabis I scene. Get, sure. I want to get, and people say that, you know, it's a lot of restrictions and shit that's going into that now. But this girl went to school with Tanae Lewis. Remember, she used to play um, basketball. Hmm. She is a little, I mean, she is a lesbian. But, you know, she was a little time, not a little, she was tomboyish. Uh, What was her name? Tanae Lewis. Hmm. You will know. You will be like, oh, her? But she has a farm that she's growing in in Detroit. A weed farm huge and I was meaning to connect with her when I went back home however due to COVID I told her well I'll just hold off because again my family is older so even though I feel comfortable I'm like okay well, let me just not be all out and about yeah that's too much everybody yeah there's much going on right now but i've told her i want to get involved i want to learn so that i can monopolize on that shit Mm. because i know that's going to be a growing thing in detroit and it's i just have i have a lot of faith yeah you hear what uh new york i hear is uh supposed to be gonna legalize um recreational uh, yeah and uh, and there was something else that they were gonna that they were gonna kind of I think uh, lower some restrictions on, but it's nice to see people kind of breaking down those barriers. I mean, it should. Know. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, it's just listen. At the end of the day, the only reason why is because white people have found a way. Yeah. To monopolize off of that shit, <laughs> so that's the only reason why. Yeah. Sorry for the white listeners. Um, it's it's the truth. Capitalism at its best. The government has figured out a way how to make some money off this shit, so they're gonna yeah. do it. So yeah, it is what it right. is. It is what it is. It is what it is. I just well. need to get in on the motherfucking game. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm Let sure me we get gonna... my shit, and I'm good. I'm sure we're gonna figure something else out. I'm yes. sure we're gonna figure something out. Well, we're we're we'll definitely have to get together and uh, and figure out this uh, the new little uh, the new little series that we're gonna have coming up here. And hopefully we can get the girls on here, you know. Yeah, so we definitely will. We so definitely let's will. Figure we're, gonna it out. we're gonna make it thought provoking. We're gonna make it fun. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna do it. I'm definitely am willing to, yeah. you know, support. So let's do know? that. And, let's figure that and, out. And hey, listen, tell them to schedule some time, get some time. Let's figure it out because I wonder how how many other Dawson's Creek watching people there are out there. <laughs> I mean, it was a thing. Like, I feel like Dawson was definitely a thing that we cannot ignore and feel as though it wasn't. Yeah. Like it to be black, yes, but... Hey, Joey's sister had a black boyfriend. I don't even remember that. If you go watch, if you look at, watch the first episode, Joey's sister has a black boyfriend. Because Joey's family is all messed up. But anyway, we're going to get into it. All right, y'all. That was another episode yes. of The Mind of Me. I thank you so much. Um, thank you all for tuning in and listening. 
and all the things, the mind of me, featuring Glenn Allen D. Davis Jr., not to be confused with Senior. <laughs> okay. The whole government. The whole okay. government out there. Yeah. Yes, yeah. definitely the whole government. The whole government. But it's all good. So we'll be back with another one here very soon. Very soon. Have a good yeah. night, people.